boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. We're gonna jump right into it. You guys to hear this first. So you, you hear some of what was said. Um, some other points that he made was basically that, you know, why didn't he hit back? Well, you know, his parents raised him better than that, you know, and taught him not to fight in front of white people. And I think there's something deep going on there, too, that can lead to a whole nother conversation that has nothing to really do with this. And as black people... All of our business is out in the streets. And it's funny because I was having a conversation just yesterday and um, about how, like, we believe that in the black community, we're the only race that deals with women who don't want us to date out of our race or vice versa. The women date deal with men who are mad when they date outside their race or we're the only race of people that have violence amongst each other and things like that. And it's not that it's just that it's put out there. You know, uh, white people have their own music and, you know, there's other people involved with those genres, too, but they have their own main music. and You don't hear them dissing each other and singing about killing each other in the music. You don't see the Mexicans making music like that. But, yes, there's plenty. Of, most white people who've been murdered were killed by white people. Most Mexicans who have been murdered or Hispanics have been killed by Mexicans or Hispanics. Same thing with black people, but it's the music that intensifies it it's the movies it's the glorification of it. it you know we on the internet even me i obviously here i'm guilty i'm on this show talking about black women all the time talking about black people all the time and who has access to it who watches it probably predominantly black people but who has access to it everybody everybody gets to see black people go at each other's neck in front of the whole world in front of the whole world and then we wonder why nobody really respects us or takes us seriously um, and we have no choice half the time but to kind of step away from our people if we ever want to live a normal life uh, it's, I tell people all the time a lot of and this is just more of a metaphor but you could take it literally too a lot of women will stay with an abusive man for years it isn't until he finally busts her head open no it isn't until he, he does something that she can't hide anymore that's when women decide to leave is when they can't hide it anymore as long as she can put a little uh, concealer over that black eye as long as she can still go to work the next day when she gets to the point where people now know the police is showing up in the yard she can't hide it people are talking she's having to call off work for two three four days 
right? She, she's calling off of family events that she's never missed before. That's when it's time to do something, you know, um, even with cheating. A lot of people, a lot of men say, oh, I'll never say with a girl who cheated on me. A lot of men listening right now have stayed with a girl who cheated on them or, or, or wanted to, you know what I'm saying? It gets, it's to the point where as long as you could keep your business under your roof, you could keep your house. I don't think y'all heard me. As long as you can keep your business under your roof, you can keep your house. Do you think August Alcina was the first man that Jada Pinkett slept with in what? I'm 29 years old, but maybe 29 years of, or more of marriage with Will Smith. Not old. This is the first time the cats got out the bag and the man went and ran his mouth and bragged about it and talked about it in an emotional way. That's all. So she addressed it on her little table talk whatever you know and that was stupid and you know and she um basically profited off of will's pain and uh, made him look very bad she put the only stain he really has on his career i mean yeah there's the rumors of homosexuality and, and him and diddy and this that and the third and inviting people to these wild parties and him being a swinger and him being bisexual and things like that but those were rumors nothing enough to stick this stuck, you know, uh, when you essentially when you think about it, probably one of the best and worst things so far that's happened in Will Smith's life was him marrying Jada Pinkett Smith. You look at a brother like Denzel Washington, for example, who's been in the game for longer than I've been alive, and he literally has no stain on his record. I was watching a video the other day of the brother uh, Omar Gooding. He's the guy who played him, Baby Boy, for example. He's played Tyrese's friend in Baby Boy. He was talking about how he's never put on no dress. And he, he brought up how people think, oh, every black man has to wear a dress or do something gay or compromising in Hollywood. And he was like, well, look at Denzel. He's the biggest actor in the game. And he's never wore a dress. He's never done anything gay. He's never done any, any role. He never played no pedophile. I'm not saying you can't play a pedophile. I'm just saying he's never played anything. He has no stain. And outside of his actual career and his personal life, we've, we, I, I don't know, maybe I'm too young, but I personally have never heard no rumors of him hitting a woman, doing no cocaine, none of the stuff that people hold over people's heads. Nothing with no children. You've never seen him talk crazy. Nothing. Everything he ever does is upright. And this is somebody who has played in a whole slew of movies as the main character and has never put on no dress. He ain't never, you know, uh, sashay down the street, switching, moving his body in weird ways or nothing. Not knocking anyone who has. I'm just simply saying he just he just has it. So, no, you don't have to do it. You know, other people want you to think that you have to do it. No, you don't. You know, you can be set apart while still being within. And um, I think that's something important to look at here. That Will Smith, if he, God forbid, dropped dead right now, he does have a stain. And that stain grew. You see, uh, I had a pastor tell me sin has a snowball effect. It doesn't just, you don't just, you know, uh commit a certain type of sin and that's just it no it, it leads to more and more things it's like they say when you tell a lie you have to tell other lies to cover up that first lie so what you got to understand is that when will smith unfortunately had this happen to him and it went public it led to this moment right and we hear something also important in this rant of chris rocks too he said he tried to call him he said, everybody was calling you to B word and making fun of your wife. And I tried to call you. And that's important to, to understand a, a very serious, serious, serious foundation of Chris Rock's frustration 
is I was the one guy that tried to be your friend. I'm guessing Will Smith didn't pick up the phone, but he wasn't calling to make fun of Will. He was calling to console him because, mind you, Chris Rock has a history of being bullied. He knows what it feels like to be the laughingstock of a group of people. He grew up being bullied. When you watch the show Everybody Hates Chris, um, you have to understand it's a, it's a it's a it's a very dark show. Talk talk to I mean um I mean given to us in a very light perspective, and that's the that's kind of the beautiful disaster of comedy, right? Especially a lot of black comedy is very dark. You know these people tell you very dark stories, but they're able to tell it in a way where you laughing so hard you overlook the darkness of it. But that doesn't take away the fact that this man grew up being bullied. In two environments. He lived in the hood. He lived in real Brooklyn. People forget Chris Rock come from the real Brooklyn. Not this new watered down New York City that you see now. We're talking about the Brooklyn that gave New York City its name that it has. Right? He comes from that. And hold on. I gotta put something on here. Okay. He comes from that environment. He dealt with bullying in his community. Then he sent off to a all white school. Right? And people forget... Just because it's not the South don't mean it wasn't racist white people. And he was bullied there. So he knows what it feels like to be laughed at. So he probably felt sympathy for Will. Right? While all of us thought of him as a simple. Chris Rock had sympathy. Go up there. You never know. Chris Rock probably was doing something kind of similar to what we see NBA Youngboy doing with Lil Durk right now in India. Like feeling his pain. And I'm going to step up and, and have your back. See, we don't recognize these things because as men, we're, we don't, we're not, we're not, first of all, we're not allowed to really do that, right? We're not allowed to really defend other men from women. You know, uh, women can team up against each other. If the roles were reversed, this whole thing would have went differently, completely differently. Um, but even as men, we're guilty of not understanding that sometimes another brother is just looking out for you because he probably feel your pain. Maybe he, you know, has done things similar or he just understands the energy. He may not understand the specific circumstance, right? Because Chris Rock has never been cheated on, like he said, even in the video and the girl interview him and, and talk about it. However, he understands what's like to be embarrassed and more than just being embarrassed people picking on you right because you could trip and fall in a crowd of people and all of them could look and say hey man you all right it's all good bro i tripped and fell yesterday right or they go like ah so there's 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 being embarrassed and then there's also being humiliated from what embarrassed you right because even though people supported you when you tripped and fell you still walk away like dang i can't believe i just tripped and fell in front of everybody right you so that's the embarrassing thing right but that doesn't mean that they humiliated you Will Smith was embarrassed and humiliated. You know, he became a meme. Things like that. These are things that people are going to hold for the rest of their lives. You know, especially this generation that finds representation within different identities that are public. You know, we look at people, and this is why people take all these different conversations so serious. Is because when we see, you know, um, for example, let me think of something really quickly. Uh... When, when black women, for example, when black women, when they first saw, at least they changed after a while, but when they first saw the Tory Lanez, Megan Thee Stallion situation, they don't just see Tory Lanez shooting Megan Thee Stallion. No, what they see is a, another black woman, just like them, 
having to deal with a violent black man or a disrespectful black man full of ego. That's what they see. And that's why they took it so personal. It's about representation. You see what I'm saying? And believe it or not, Chris Rock found representation in Will Smith and he has sympathy for him. And I believe that in his mind, and I could be completely incorrect. He felt like he was doing Will Smith somewhat of a favor, taking a little, and I mean a light, a very light jab at Jada Pinkett Smith at the Oscars last year. The Oscars look bad. I want to mention that. I want to go off really quick, but still stay on topic. You let a man slap a man on stage. The man that you let get slapped was the man you paid to host the event. Not one security guard came, uh, stopped it from happening or really did anything after Will Smith was able to walk off stage and go sit back in the crowd. You know, this is why you don't do these type of things in white spaces. There's a reason why growing up, I went to white schools too. And there was black kids obviously there. But if I said the word damn, it was a problem. I'm not even going to say what would happen if I said the F word or S word or B word in class. But if I said the word damn, even if I just said it lightly, like, damn, that's a problem. But I can literally say, you know, the N word all day in front of the teacher It's a reason why they let you do these things. And I think there's different reasons for everybody. But I'm allowed to say, you know, but I can't say damn. And this, and I'm not even talking about elementary school music. I'm talking just, we're just looking at high school here as a, almost an adult, you know, and people say, well, high school, you're not an adult. Yeah. But if you go commit a crime, you're an adult. You drive on the same, you get to drive at 16, you get to drive on the same streets adults do by yourself. So you somewhat of an adult and, uh, you can't say damn, but you can scream the N word back and forth in class with your homeboys all day. I had only one teacher ever tell me not to do that. A white lady, you know, that was it. And she had her reason she said you know she she didn't even want us calling each other boy because she was trying to explain to us that back in the days white men would call us boys and that was a almost basically a racial slur it was a way of putting you down like boy you know what i'm saying she would tell us don't call each other boy and we didn't understand that at that age we're like what i don't mean it like that i'm just you know that's my that's my boy she like don't, don't call him that this was a white lady that taught us this. So some, you know, there's always, you know, a sprinkle of hope in some every situation. But nonetheless, well, a lot of people are giving Chris Rock backlash. Oh, why you ain't do nothing? Why you ain't say nothing when it happened? All of us at some point in our life either have or will have a delayed reaction to certain things. It, you, it may not be against another man. It may be against a woman. It may be against a corporation. It may be against your boss. It may be against a court system or some something like that it might be against your wife or your kids, your mom, your dad, your brother. But we all in our life have had something happen, didn't know how to process it mentally, naturally at first, right? And then when we sit down and there's time and we really realize, like, hold on, no, uh uh-uh. uh. Not to mention what Chris Rock did was smart. Fine. You going you want to embarrass me? I'm going to make some money off embarrassing you. I'm sure, and I haven't looked it up, but the analytics financially behind this selective outrage or whatever you call it, uh, special is through the roof. Not to mention 
what will we say as fans of Chris Rock if he didn't talk about it? And this is what he decided to say he had every right to. Nobody cared to really talk about how Will Smith, like he even said, didn't slap none of these other people. But you go slap the guy who you know you can beat up. But when Chris Rock basically within his own way does the same thing. Waits till he's, you know, in a safe environment to talk about something. So what? And at the end of the day, he still probably just opened up a can of, 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 of worms. You don't know that. He knew that Will Smith was going to see this stuff and he said it. I mean, to a certain extent, I mean, it's almost like he's not going to say that. I was going to say it's like he said it to his face because it's public and you, you're going to see it. But no, this is this. So this is what I this is what I want you to realize is that you can't tell. A, I had a, a man go off the other day, not on me, but on a group of people. And he says, yeah, and they're telling him, bro, why are you going off like that? Why are you walking around huffing and puffing? Why are you doing that? You know, security's right there. Why are you doing that? He said, you're not going to tell me how to be mad. And I thought about it. I was like, you know, that's life. That's a human emotion is anger. You know, uh, being upset. You can't really tell somebody how to deal with it. We can only then deal with how they deal with it. We can't tell them, oh, no, no, you have to do this. There's no rules to this. There's no rules to this because we all are going to do certain things in life. People are going to look at you like, nah, you're supposed to do it. I did do it like this. He did it his way. You can't judge him for it. Chris Rock has never put himself out there as a tough guy that's going to go and get brawly with somebody. You don't ever know what the future has to hold. You don't know what his brothers who are a little bit tougher to him, how they feel about it and what they're going to do. At the end of the day, this was his way. We cannot judge Chris Rock for getting on stage and talking about this a year later. He got slapped, went home, saw the memes, had to watch the video every day. You can't get on the Internet to this day without seeing that video. I didn't even realize it's been a year now because the video is still all over the Internet. Right. And then obviously with him doing this, he just kind of gave the video another two, three years of life. Chris Rock, you know, you did. But nonetheless, at the end of the day, we can't tell that man that he's not allowed to go on his show and talk about it. We would have looked at him crazy if he didn't. We're going to be like, damn, why would he not talk about it? We would have said literally that would have been a good way to get the, to get this show to go viral and get some more money. So, yeah, why would he not? And then why would he not take the time to say, you know what, man? You're a punk. You know, you're a punk. You want to build up your anger in life and then take it out on somebody? Well, guess what? I got built up anger, too. I've been bullied my whole life. I've been slapped 15 million times. Never got a chance to address the guys who slapped me. So, you know, this time I'm going to address the guy who slapped me, especially since he slapped me in front of the whole entire world. All because I did a small, very small gesture in defense of him after I sat there as a friend and watched him get slapped in front of the whole entire world by two people, his wife and his wife's adulterer. You understand? So when we look at this situation, we have to look at it from a from a fair perspective and we have to realize that everybody's not tough. Everybody's not a gangster. Everybody's not these things. And black masculinity cannot and shall not from this day forward be subdued into these small worlds that you guys create for it. This is what he felt like he had to do. 
And some of you right now that's listening that would judge Chris Rock, you, I know some people, trust me, I know some people that would slap you straight in your face right now. You wouldn't do a thing about it. And you wouldn't even have the balls to then maybe a year later get on Instagram and talk about it and diss the dude who did it. You wouldn't even have the balls to do that. I'm telling you right now, a lot of y'all, you could feel it in your heart. Trust me. I know I can name off the top of the head at least five to ten people. I know for a fact some of y'all, I know I can't see you. Some of y'all, how you even know that? You're just a voice on the internet. Yeah, whatever. I know some of you right now that will slap the mess out of you in front of your girlfriend, in front of your kids, in front of whoever you be with. And I promise you. When you look at this person in their eyes, you're not going to do anything about it, bro. And you wouldn't, once again, you wouldn't even have the gall to go do what Chris Rock did. Because he could get slapped again now after doing this. He could get jumped. He could get shot. You never know. Right. But 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 you wouldn't even have the gall to do that. You would just take it and move on with it. I'm telling you. Yeah, no, nah, not me. Right. Yeah. It's probably you. It's probably you. You're probably the one. You know, and a lot of times, um, these things happen to all kind of different people, right? I mean, it, it can happen to the toughest guys, too. So nobody's invincible out here. The point of what I'm saying is that, yes, he had a delayed reaction. Or he had a strategic reaction. It's all about how you look at life. I look at life a little bit more open-ended than most people. I don't think everybody has to be macho macho, right? You can win a war in different ways. You have people who have won wars verbally. When you you ever watch movies and see the evil henchman, I mean the evil genius and his henchmen, you ever notice the henchmen are usually 10 times tougher than the genius? So why are the henchmen working for the genius? He could easily knock him out, take over his operation, right? But he don't have the brain. So you win wars different ways sometimes. Sometimes winning a war is not always going around being macho macho, right? And what Chris Rock did in this special too was bring out certain points that a lot of us didn't even think about. It's okay that Chris Rock got a little slap because you you got hurt way worse than he did, right? So, and we don't fight in front of white people. Things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, these are things that... Um, you know, you you did something that Hollywood already does to us. And I tell people all the time, we have to stop taking white people's jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like, in a sense of, you know, I, I remember I made an episode, uh, I want to say two years ago, about black women are the new buck breakers. They buck break black men. And it's like black women do a lot of the things these days to black men. And, you know, their own way, of course, obviously, that white people used to do to us. During, especially during slavery uh, and the pre-civil rights era, right? The 20s, the 30s, 40s, things like that. You know, and it's just like, and and then obviously with black men walking around calling them the B word and the H word, the same thing. So it's just like, we, we don't realize we do a lot of their job for us. You know, there was a letter that went viral years and years ago and nobody knows who really wrote it, but they, the click, they said the KKK wrote it and it was just saying basically, you know, everybody's wondering where we've been. We're chilling. We don't have to do nothing no more. You guys call yourself the N-word. You guys, we don't have to get out and go kill you. You kill yourselves. We don't have to. So it's just like we do these things for these people. And now you did it right there on their plantation at the Oscars. 
You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's uh, everybody's so focused on the slap, but we don't think about the environment and a room full of white people. You just went and slapped a black man and, and he basically emasculated him in front of everybody. You know, he has kids. He has a wife, all these things. And for anyone to sit there and honestly make fun of Chris Rock is disgusting. You know, I don't judge you because you have to, maybe you're just in a low frequency place, but, and we've all been in low frequency places, especially me. I've been in plenty of them, plenty of the time, and I'll probably end up in a, a few a few more in life. But at the same time, like you have to start to become more aware of yourself. Don't be so quick to jump up and do things. This video came out six days ago. I saw it about two days ago. I've been wanting to make an episode of it. Let me sit back on it first. Um, you know, this show's going to start to become a lot way more slow. Um, I, I couldn't do any episodes for two months, but now I'm back. I still want to take things slower this time. I'm not going to jump up to try to be the first person anymore to talk about things. Integrity is always going to be more important to me than building a platform. I'm sorry. Or any money Spotify pays me or Anchor pays me or anything like that. So I have to sit back with certain things from now on before I just jump up and do an episode about it. I want to talk about the Lil Durk in India thing. I want to wait. I want to talk about um, this lady I've read about that um, is screaming postpartum depression after eight months after birth, after she killed her kids. You know, um, I want to talk about a lot of things. I want I want to wait, let them play out, you know. So it's just, it's, it's just, you, you. I want you guys to take time don't be so quick to jump on things to just to fit into the commentary of it don't be so quick to jump to things if you're if you're a content creator i know you want to be the first so you can get the views and i I get it it's marketing and it it is but at some point you have to have a little bit more integrity than that you have to have more um of an understanding of both parties all parties involved than that so yeah that that's basically the basis of, of, of what I want to say. Let me let me go over it again and see what he says. So just because I missed anything. And I don't feel like another thing I want to say is I don't feel like because me, I don't, I, I'm not into that. Not no more, you know, and uh, like putting people out there like that. But my whole thing is like uh, or laughing at some embarrassing after somebody. Y'all put that out there, you know, and a lot of people say, no, 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 no. Actually, they didn't. August did. No, you guys went and confirmed it and then did an interview and talked about it and 
she sat up there and tried to sound a certain type of way and play these different little, you know, female modern woman mind games on camera, which gives him access to be able to discuss what he discussed. You see what I'm saying? On this show. So it's, you know, it's ugly. It's an ugly situation. And I, 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 I wish Will Smith would have never did this, honestly, because it made things so hard for him in the future. Now, it is it. it this is going to follow him longer than it will follow Chris Rock. I promise you that much. I, I, I can I can assure you it's probably not over. There's going to be new things that come from this It's a it's a downward spiral. The, when I, earlier when I said the best thing and worst thing that's probably ever happened in Will Smith's life was marrying Jada Pinkett Smith the reason why I said the best thing is obviously he got beautiful kids from it you know I'm pretty sure they've had more better memories than worse ones um, he's still with her that says something you know uh, but then the worst thing is like I said she, she's the one that put the stain on him and in life, sometimes it's the people closest to us. It may not be your wife. It might be your brother. It might be your mother. It might be your father. It could be your son. It could be your daughter. But it's usually the ones closest to you. They're the ones that, that, that even have access enough to hurt you that much. Um, because I don't think Will didn't know about August. I don't think it was August and her that really destroyed him mentally. I think it was the embarrassment of it. it nobody was supposed to find out. You don't think that you you really think with all these pictures of Jada and August to scene together and the kids and there was a picture of them even at an award show just together. There was nobody else with them. Like you don't think that Will Smith knew about this? Like, he been knew about it. He knew about this years ago. This ain't nothing new to him. It's just come on, like. And it's so crazy. I watched a show last night called Why Women Kill, and you know she wasn't mad at her man cheating on her. She was mad about the embarrassment of it. You know, and then there was another lady on the show, and she's a in an open relationship or whatever. Um, and it's just like he tells her, you know, you're not supposed to bring. The, the, our rule is you don't bring the person here. You see, so it's just like, yeah, Will Smith probably just slept with plenty of women too. You know, it, I don't think it was about her being with August. Then you got to think there's a pre. I don't know what word I want to say, disposition or whatever. Before this, before the August Alcina thing comes out, the beginning of this is Jada Pinkett Smith still obsessing over Tupac on her show, right? Saying all kind of crazy things like that. So we watch that. That's embarrassing. Boom, your, your wife's talking about another man. Then boom, right after that, here comes the August Then you, Then boom, you go slap Chris Rock. It's just a bad look all the way around. You know, and I, I I was mad at Will, and I talked bad about him when it first happened, and um, especially when he slapped Chris, because I've always been a fan of Chris Rock too. On top of that, and, and Will Smith, but it's just like, man, come on, we all gotta handle things a little bit better than that, you know. And uh, as a as a Christian man, I, I I can't judge Will Smith, you know. I just would like to see Will Smith somehow, some way. hold himself accountable and really try to find some type of way to fix this 
even yes, even still after Chris Rock has just insulted him. I mean, to a certain extent, you kind of walked into that one. Well, you can't be like, oh, he's opened the door. I can now keep this. No, you. That's the least of you could get. You know, it's your boy Tommy V at Raw Sex and I'm out.